Hi, my name is Kings Elliot, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. First of all, I just want to say happy belated birthday. Uh, obviously, I can't top the way that you got serenaded the other day, but that must have been <laughs> such an incredible experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really, really one of a once in a lifetime. I don't think it's going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, congrats on this on this uh, stadium tour that you're currently on with Imagine Dragons. What has this tour like uh, tour been like so far? And you know, how do you feel now when you get up to perform on these stadium stages? Um, I have to say it's been a wonderful experience. Like I, I think not every tour is as smooth as this, because this is like a huge scale, right? So you're you're really on the road with pros. And this is like my first tour ever. So it's like I'm like getting an introduction that is probably not how the next few years of my life are gonna be. <laughs> but I am like really you know as a first tour it's very long so it was I'm definitely homesick and it's like a big change for me to be on the road for like so long but um yeah I mean at the beginning I was struggling a lot with um with my anxiety and panic attacks and I was I was really struggling but then the middle bit suddenly just like went by and now we're at the end and like yesterday I went on stage and I was like I was a little bit nervous but like I wasn't like hyperventilating I was just like I'm just gonna do this and like I feel like I've really grown as you know going on stage um because I mean I guess it's not sustainable to have panic attacks every time <laughs> so I was like it's a, my body's probably like look we're just gonna have to get used to this because <laughs> it's too much yeah because it was exhausting because it takes all the energy out of you you know when you when your body panics so the beginning was tough um but then now it, it feels really good and I'm really enjoying it actually. So it's, yeah, it's really nice. Has it allowed you to kind of find a way to decompress right before you hit the stage? That way you're not having those attacks? No, I think I do, cause I do it differently every time still, because I still don't have like an actual ritual. <laughs> and some days I'm a bit more frazzled and a bit more nervous, but I mean, often I will just go, I mean, I'm, I think the common thing that I've now been doing is just like, obviously I don't eat beforehand. So everyone's going to catering and I just go into my room and I put a show on my laptop and I try and watch that to distract myself. That's like, that's like all I do. And then, because, and all my friends are asleep in Europe, right? So I can't even like call anyone or anything. So it's, it's very, um yeah. So I've just had to get used to being like, okay, it's just me and my thoughts and whatever's on Netflix. So I, that's kind of what I do now. It's not very romantic. <laughs> I can see, I can see how that's difficult, especially like it's your first tour ever. So like th that first time kind of being away from home for such a long time. And you're basically, yeah, you're in a big, t with a big team, but you're basically by yourself most of the time. So um, because you're experiencing this, like, do you feel like it's kind of impacted the way that you write or think about your music now, because you're going through these emotions and going through these experiences? Oh, a hundred percent. I think there's going to be lots of things that I'm going to want to write about um, and lots of new emotions and experiences. And, you know, singing the songs live every night, I also have different ideas what I want to write because I think of how I'm going to sing it to an audience. It sounds stupid, but I didn't really think of that before because I haven't really played that many shows. So I was just writing and recording and listening on my headphones 
and not thinking about singing it to people <laughs> and now I'm like oh like this bit in like till I die is so fun like when verse two comes in and it's like and there's like a, a beat and you know I don't know I just it's given me lots of new ideas of like what I want to write and how I want the music to feel because live is such a different aspect and I mean I put my first song out in the so I mean I was not thinking about live you know it was just like um so yeah, it definitely is going to change and shape how the next few songs are going to come out. What about like even performing these songs that you've released so far? Like you you mentioned "Till I Die," but like this upcoming EP, like have you have you noticed that you're kind of changing the way that you are performing it because of this experience with the live show? And you know, it's not even just a live show; it's a stadium live show. So like it's it's I don't know. There's like more room for like the sing-alongs and everything else that goes along with it. Yeah, I, I I mean, the first few shows, I did not leave the microphone stand. Like, I, I'm so terrified. Um, so I would just be there like a deer in headlights. And then, and now I'm like walking back and forth and I'm like, you know, and I, I do the crowd participation thing where I'm like, everybody screams, sing for me. Like if a month ago, if you showed me like a video of that, I'd be like, there's no way I am doing this. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but I just, and I remember the first time I did, it, it was really spontaneous. It was just because everyone put their lights up and I was like, oh my God, like this, an opportunity to like film something. Uh, what do I, and then I just got them to scream sick puppy, even though probably no one understood what I was talking about. But um, yeah, I just, I, I definitely have changed how I perform because um, I'm more, I'm more secure now and yeah, I, I am now enjoying myself and that's such a different emotion than trying to just get through the show. Cause that's what I had at the start. I just, I'm kind of like, I just need to survive the show. And now I'm kind of like, Oh, I kind of want to have a bit of fun. And then I walk over to my keys player and it's, it's cool. So like, I want to do more now. I'm like, yeah, now that it's ending, I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how much you've evolved in such a small like period of time um and this is again this is just the, the first tour and it's not even your own tour so like I, like I feel like once you're ready for your headline you're gonna I, I don't know I feel like it's gonna go balls to the wall um <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now I want to jump in it it's really made me want to go to the gym though because you walk oh, a you, bit you sing and you're out of breath yeah <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay I need to go to the gym because also I'm watching like Macklemore and Dan right yeah. and the way they perform and I'm like wow uh, you know I I really want to up my game so um yeah so much cardio <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to dive in and talk about uh the most recent single um cry baby cry which is like incredible everything that you've released so far has been incredible by the way uh -huh. um your voice is amazing and it really allows me to kind of feel the moment and feel the 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 song, feel the experience that you're going through. Um, dive me in and talk about like that creative process for Cry Baby Cry and like what really kickstarted it for you. Was it like an emotion that you were feeling? Was it a lyric or was it a melody that you already had in your head? So with Cry Baby Cry, I already had the I, the concept of what I wanted to say in my head because I really wanted a song that is the opposite uh, the opposite of hush little baby don't you cry so it's just like an anti-lullaby um 
and kind of like and dedicated to like my 14 year old self that was so ashamed of her mental health you know I was so in my head and I was so lost I was just and I thought no one understood me and everyone always tells you to just dry your eyes and just you know and um and I'm all about speaking up now so um yeah so I wanted to dedicate something to my 14 year old self and I remember when we were writing it I think it started with the guitar riff so it was like and then um yeah and I remember we had like a third writer in the room Johnny Latimer so it's always me and Conway who write the songs usually and then sometimes we have a third writer in the room and we had I hadn't told him about the concept and then I was singing the melody the da, 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 da. and um but no lyrics and then Johnny was like I don't know why this is really weird but I just keep hearing cry baby cry and I don't know why and I was like are you kidding me like we I've been saying this to Conway for the last like three months I want to write like an cry baby basically that exact thing and um it was just like a telepathic thing I was like how in the hell and then that's how you know that and then we had that and then we just and then the whole song just falls around it you know it's like um but it was really a crazy moment because me and Colbert were like how did you know that this is like what I was trying to write because I said nothing you know he didn't and he didn't know me from before or anything so it was um yeah it was kind of a magical moment and then yeah the whole song sort of came out <laughs> he definitely earned his spot on the table like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh he's amazing he's, <laughs> he's so good so yeah really that was a good that was a really good um day it was really fun <laughs> so now is he part of like the team for this upcoming EP like or is it mainly you and Conway that have been writing uh, most of the songs for this EP it's still just me and Conway pretty much I mean we do have like yeah like as I said we sort of have like guest people come in and then you like sort of hang out and write so I mean also I usually don't write a song in a day it takes me a few days because I like to percolate the lyrics and really think about it and stuff. So even that song, you know, it wasn't one day, it was like a few days. So you actually become really close with the people and you become friends and it's really nice. Um, but I think, oh yeah, so we have, actually there's two more songs with like a third person in the room. Um, one is Rory, who is an artist herself. And then one was David Snedden, who's also an amazing songwriter. And um, yeah, and usually, usually we, um, it's yeah I don't know it's really interesting I mean the production and like the rest of the the like all the finessing and stuff usually we sort of do this do do the songwriting with 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 another person sometimes and then we sort of spend weeks on just like doing the little you know all the little bits that you hear when you hear it in headphones and stuff we just do it for ages and ages and we mix it together so it still feels like me and Conway against the world kind of but we get like we have like people that contribute and it's like um it's really cool i mean we've opened it up way more um this time around so it was it was nice yeah so two songs are just me and conway and then three of them have like someone a third person nice and this ep as a whole board board of the circus um vocally like how did you go about as far as your vocals just because like the for example like cry baby cry or even till I die, you give us this like super soft kind of like vocal tone that I feel because of the lyrics and because of the topic, it must be hard to control your voice. So how did you go about as far as like controlling your voice throughout these songs? And how do you feel that you challenge yourself vocally on this EP as a whole? 
I, to me, like singing softly is much, much, that's like, the, like that's just what comes naturally. And it's much easier. That's like to convey my emotion. So that's how I show emotion, I think. I think because it's very closed mic. So like the mic is really close and you hear everything, every mouth noise. So we usually have to like edit like the mouth noises out and stuff. And you just sort of, and and it's really like, that's my natural way to get into my feelings. It's just to sing it really quietly and emotionally. And that's like my favorite thing to do. And then, I mean, Butterfly Pen is like the first one where I sort of let loose a little bit in the chorus. And that one was challenging because, um, I wasn't used to it and I was like, I want to do, I want to do it. I know I can somehow do it, but like it was, it was tough. So it was definitely like a load of takes, you know, you don't just do it in one take and you a load of takes and you just get to pick the best bits. And, you know, it was definitely challenging. And then I was so scared to do it live. Um, but now that I've gotten used to doing it live and sometimes I do it semi-toned down just to like be kind to myself. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and you get used to it, you do it over and over and suddenly you're like, oh, it's not even that high, but I thought it was so hard. Um, but that song was hard for me. And then, you know, Till I Die, the middle eight was hard at the time because I, I don't know, you run out of breath a lot. And then at the end, it goes high, but again, it doesn't feel that high now that I've done it a million times. But at the time I was like, oh God, I can't sing it. And it's like, it's fine. Um, and the choirs, you know, the choirs that I build, I mean, that stuff is really, that takes hours and hours and hours. Like it's a long process, um, all the layering and figuring out the harmonies and then singing them, you know, I sing them in these loud operatic voices and like if I if I if I'm really tired and my voice is tired, I can't do it, you know. So we always pick a day where I'm like, okay, I, I can do it. And then I'm like, <laughs> and I sing all the I sing all the choirs, and it's just really fun. It's challenging though. Like Connie and I are definitely like, whenever we're like, are we doing the choir? We're like, yeah, we're doing it. And then it's like, oh. <laughs> it's lots of it's like love hate because it's so much work but we love it like and then when you when you've done it it's so rewarding because it sounds so awesome so yeah it's amazing that the choirs is just you like it, it's not yeah. other vocals it's just you like it shows how big of a vocal range you have uh which is yeah. exciting because like i feel like you're going to bring out all those different vocal ranges eventually in your music like in singles um you mentioned till i die was like uh a little exhausting with the breathy with the breathiness of it so translating that to the live show um and the fact that you recorded these songs without experiencing a live show like do you feel like now you're like oh crap like i gotta like reconsider how i kind of like not just do my track listing but also like create my songs just to be able to not burn out when I perform on live? I think it definitely makes you more aware, but I also think live, you can always have, like I wouldn't compromise what the vision I have for the song just because I'm like, oh, I can't do it live. But I feel like I would, live, you can always, there's tricks. Like you slip in another breath. Like now I usually slip in a breath before the last line of the middle A and then whereas on the record, I, I don't breathe there. I just go because you're sitting still and you, you can do it. it's different in the studio obviously um 
but yeah so now and or like for an example bit of tonic there's like a high note in the chorus that I sometimes get very scared of and then you sort of pick a note that's maybe a bit lower like you can like there's like little tricks that I guess when you're on the road that you sort of learn you're like oh I'll do I'll do that like because I feel a bit scared today that I might not hit it because I'm tired um so I would still write the same but I I you just think of ways to like make sure that you get through I know I mean I am really like rigid with my warm-up so like every I do not miss a warm-up I don't I never sing without warming up because I've had lots of troubles in the past like when I was really young I already had um vocal nodules like I went to the doctor to my voice doctor when I was I was 17 I was in Switzerland I was working like a normal day job and I was just singing on like my in my free time and I had nodules and I would I went to the doctor and I said you know what's can can we fix it because I want to be a singer one day and he said to me you're never going to be a singer because you have nodules and your voice is not reliable I remember I remember this to this day so I was like this guy and I you know I went to and then I went to another doctor and he gave me like this physiotherapy for the voice and all this stuff and anyway I just and this I had this one woman in my life and she kept saying to me this this therapist she was like you know we need to get rid of that what he said to you because it's not true and you can you can do it so I just yeah anyway so you learn how to you learn how to handle your voice so that you can do it yeah damn that that was a long way to hear something like that (laughs) yeah that was a long-winded answer I'm sorry but yeah like that was really like that was a big thing I remember crying for days because I was like it's my dream and this person was just like you're never gonna be a singer I was like oh that's horrible that's horrible what a miserable like time or experience yeah and it teaches you no one can tell you what you can do no one yeah and that is so like, and I really stand by that because so many people have told me that I can't and I, no one could tell. You just have to keep pushing and pushing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my. <laughs> as far as like you like opening up to your audience, because you have been very vulnerable to your audience from the beginning, um, yeah. talking about mental health or talking about like just difficult times that not everybody could really express. Has that been something that just naturally was natural for you to do? Or was that something just like sometimes you get scared with the high vocals? Um, is that something that like you had to learn to do and be comfortable with doing? Like, did Conway have any kind of impact on that? Oh, well, I was, it wasn't natural for me to speak about, to, 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 to speak about it, yes, with my closest people, but to, to share it publicly, my mental health was definitely not a natural thing. And I was very scared, but I always, and that's another thing, you know, I always wrote sad songs because that's what naturally I have to and want to do um, to, to sort of cope. And I was always told that you can't just sing sad songs. And um, when I met Conway, he was the very, you know, and then every time I tried to sort of work with a producer, you know, at the start, you sort of, people want to put you in a box. They want to put like a beat and they're trying to, and I'm like, but that's not what I want to write. And you're just like, oh, and Conway was like one of the first people I actually wrote a song from scratch with. Like I hadn't really written with anyone else from scratch before. And he and I just aligned, like we were just like, we just have this 
I, don't, I can't explain it, but when you, I, and I didn't realize how lucky I was because I didn't realize how rare that is that you find someone that you just gel with like that um, creatively. And we just, um, yeah. And when we writing these sad songs and he would just embrace my sadness, you know, he loves writing all genres and all kinds of music, um, but he really loves the stuff that we do. And he just embraced what I wanted to do. He never, ever try to push something on me like everyone else around you always does people always try and tell you what you should be and what you should do and he never did that and because he was also growing at the same so we were like growing together and then we did like we we wrote songs religiously like every week after work we would we would write songs together for three years you know we were just and we became like he's one of my best friends now and uh, he was able to quit his day job and I was able to quit my day job last year. And we just, you know, like we've grown together and we just, and I think having someone that understands you like that and that believes in you. I mean, he was spending all his free time with me as well. So it's like, well, he, you know, there's someone there that thinks that I'm worth spending his free time on and it's not just me on my own. And it just did give me confidence and someone who understands and he's, He's very sensitive. You know, he understands my mental health. I can cry to him. I can, I call him when I have panic attacks to have someone in the room like that to write songs with. That's like, that's in that. That's like, you can't even put a price on that because that, it means everything. And that's why I'm, I, I get scared writing with new people. I, I find it very daunting. I, I'm, you know, I just find it very hard. I I like to be with the people I know that they understand me and that I don't have to put on a front or like explain much like why that I'm how I am and I don't know. So yeah, long-winded answer. He is um big part of this thing and um he will always be part of it. Like he is my ride or die basically. So we we do everything together. So that's such a perfect team and I'm I'm looking forward to like watching the two of you evolve and grow in this music industry um i'm super excited for you kings elliot and i'm super excited that i got introduced to you um congratulations with the rest of this tour um congratulations with the music so far and board of the circus drops 916 and i'm super excited for everybody else to listen to it um so if you haven't checked out kings elliot please head over to her spotify and check out all her tracks Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me. And I cannot wait for a headline uh, tour from you. Thank you, Rob. Me too. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.